Welcome back, everybody. Thank you. Rate, subscribe, share the show with loved ones and all the content that you get on here. Thank you for coming back for another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast with yours truly, Ryan Chavez. And today we have another awesome episode with, for you guys today with another really, really awesome guest. Um, and, and I think the reason why we're really going to like this episode today is because it's going to be a topic we're going over that's very familiar for many of us, and, and that is dealing with heavy anxiety and PTSD. Um, and our, our guest for this, that's going to walk us through and, and really, you know, you know, give us an idea of the best way to kind of navigate this is Joe Griffith. He's a former U.S. Air Force SWAT team sniper and special weapons instructor turned CBD franchise consultant. So very, very interesting background. Really interested here. Uh, Joe is a fire lieutenant by day. He's developed a passion for for educating people on CBD after personally experiencing the relief from PTSD along with ankle pain and decided to use his more of 30 years of teaching experience and compliance to bring awareness to the CBD world. So also... Uh, coming from the your CBD uh, your CBD store world, Joe is a familiar face. You may remember Dr. Ferrari we had on here uh, not too long ago. Um, but before this, also was running a large CBD company where he built out eight brick and mortar stores in six months. So just a wealth of CBD knowledge and experience, uh, Joe. I, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank and, you for having uh, me. Yeah, absolutely. Cannot wait to to get into the conversation here. So I I gave it very. A very shoddy background, I'm sure, that you would do it way better justice than I would on your background. So <laughs> yeah. I would love if you can just kind of start by just giving us an overview of, of you mm-hmm. know, just who you are and where you came from and how you really, you know, got to where you are today. Yeah, uh, well, um, I'm happy to say that I'm a Florida native. There's not too many Florida natives left here, it seems <laughs> like, and everyone's right. moving here. But anywho, That's right. um, yeah, I uh, I was in the Air Force. I spent five years in there. I was a weapons instructor. So as a weapons instructor, I taught all base personnel how to shoot heavy weapons, um, heavy, wow. heavy, small weapons. Uh, because of what I did, I got to be a sniper on the SWAT team. Um, so that was really cool. Served wow. during... Served during the first, uh, I guess, if you want to call it the war, Desert Storm, Desert Shield. <clears throat> I was in for that and everything. And, yeah. you know, when we talk about PTSD, a lot of my, the, the majority of my stuff actually came from the fire department. You know, really? I mean, honestly, you know, being in the, I was in the Air Force, you know, mm-hmm. and nothing wrong with that. Love the Air Force. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, it really came from, from the fire department. So, I did my five years in the Air Force. I was, a, like I said, an instructor. So I basically wow. taught. And yeah. when I got out of the military, that's what I started doing. Um, I joined the fire department back in, what was it, 1999. Started going okay. through the process and everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, just like a lot of firemen, we all have second jobs. So, yeah. you know, I started off with Mojo's Lawn Service. And, okay. Uh, I, after six months, I think I had over a hundred accounts <laughs> and I would sit on the lawnmower going, this sucks. I got to think of something else to do. Yeah. Right. It's just so hot here in Florida. So yeah, I would I imagine actually, that would not um, be the best. <laughs> yeah. So I came up with Griffith safety and health. And what that was, was a, um, I did OSHA compliance. So I would go okay, to, yeah. yeah, I would go to construction sites. Guys hated, hated seeing me. I had my iPad in hand, oh, take pictures yeah. of violations, but on the flip side, if anyone had any deaths, injuries, I'd have to go out there and investigate it. I would meet with Ocean, be kind of like the middleman. So, wow, I did that for twelve years. My last two jobs, big jobs, were the uh, we remodeled the um, Buck Stadium. So oh, okay, that was a good gig. We were wow. there for eight months, and 
I basically hired all my firefighter friends because okay. they, they had training in OSHA. They understood fall protection. I had trained them on everything. And then we did the Brave yeah. Stadium in Northport. Wow. So, and that was while I was working as a fireman. So yeah. I've been a fireman for 23 years now. Um, and I love the job. You know, there's, I, I've actually been out for a couple months now. I tore my MCL. So really, I've been, wow. yeah, I've been working full time here at, at, at the CBD at SunMed. Doing okay. my job yeah. and everything. And I am, I'm really looking forward to going back to work. I, <laughs> I do miss it. So, but yeah, that's kind of, you know, I have, uh, did a lot of training and everything and then, yeah. you know, got into the CBD world. Yeah. And, and, so can you talk about that a little bit? Like how, how you like, so you got into the, so you were working with OSHA, right? And then mm-hmm. like how, what made you, you know, fall in love, I guess, with, with CBD? Like what, what was that transition like? Boy, one of these days I'm going to have a good book to write because the way, the, <laughs> the way the whole CBD thing came about and the people yeah. knowing each other, sure, I'm telling you, it's going to be a good book. But anyways, <laughs> what happened was we had a friend of ours, uh, a family friend that, um, their kids went to school with our kids. We went to the same church and everything. And yeah. um, he had become our friend. He had become um, the president of another CBD company. Okay. And during this time, I was having a lot of you know issues. I wasn't sleeping well at night. I was grinding my teeth. I was having night sweats, and I was having that you know anxiousness. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Um, you know all the stuff that after a while, that's, I'm telling you, that gets on you. The stuff we see, I mean, here in Florida, I've got, I had 15 miles of I-75 that I covered. So I had a lot of bad, bad vehicle accidents, um, you know, and and this part of town was like an up and coming new part of town. But you know what, when it comes to, you know, suicide, death, vehicle accidents, overdoses, that knows no boundaries. It doesn't matter yeah. how much money you have. You know, I've been yeah. in the biggest of homes and, and found really just sad things. I mean, it's, and after a while, especially when you have kids, that starts to yeah. on you because, you know, <clears throat> normally when I go on a call, I'll see something. And if it's someone that's a little bit older, I'll definitely be, you know, well, they, they at least got to live their life. And yeah. then, you know, other things that you see, you're just like, wow, that's just so tragic. And the, I think the biggest thing is, you know, as a responder, we're sitting there going, why? Why is this happening? Yeah. Why, yeah. why Why? did this happen? And you try to distance yourself from it, but sometimes you can't. Yeah. You know, you know no. I've had, um, I had a lady one time, she actually got run over by a car and I was trying to get information to find out, you know, who to call. And, mm-hmm. you know, I got her phone and I'm reading the text, the last person she texted and she was talking to her daughter and. I mean, that, that gets oh, on you, man. Yeah. You know, and here we are trying to be Mr. Big, Bad, Strong, Tough Guy. And you see enough of that stuff. You, you yeah. know, I can I can remember when I started out my career, my partner in another department, and I didn't know this at the time, him and I around Christmas time, we went on, no lie, we went on seven um, suicide attempts in December. Wow. And... Wow. You know, him and I were riding on the truck and everything and younger back then didn't have any kids. And, you know, I'm just sitting there looking at him, you know, and, you, and I'll be honest, you have a dark sense of humor. I, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, that's, how sure. you, that's how you deal with this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I made some comments and everything and he got really quiet. And 
Then he did come into work for a couple days. And we didn't know why. And then finally I found out from one of my chiefs that his brother had committed suicide. And here we are going on, you know, his oh brother committed God. suicide a year previous. Yeah. And it was yeah. just all that stuff compounding, you know? Yeah. And yeah. So I've had one lady who she tried committing suicide four times, saved her three times. The last time it was too late. And, and we don't, we don't have a way to like, to really process that. Like, like society no. doesn't give us anything to like, like a, you know, to, it's just, you know, and, and for you guys, I mean, and you would, you know, as a first yeah. responder would know that training more than anybody. And I, and I would imagine like you're saying it's non-existent that, yeah, that has to be really difficult one yeah. right after the other. I mean, yeah, um, I mean, this, the, the things you see, it's, I mean, sometimes, I mean, the stuff that you see in horror movies on television, that's what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. Straight up. I mean, yeah. it, that's what you're and, seeing. And we're talking, I mean, and, and you know, and, and and this is where you're saying the majority of where you saw the PTSD, you know, really stem from. And, and this is, you know, millions of people that, you know, yeah. are firefighters, you know, and first responders. And we're not even just firefighters, police officers, right. ambulance and, you know, and, and anybody that's involved, like for, like hospital ER rooms. I mean, this oh, is yeah. like it's it's uh it's such a huge thing. And I, and I, you know, there's so much to go into with this. Oh, um, and, yeah. and, you know, it could go forever. It seems like where it kind of like stems out into, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, I just gotta, I can only imagine I've never been in those positions, yeah. but I, you know, obviously only can only thank people like yourself for doing that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's just, well, cause it, it, it's, it absolutely is not easy. I would imagine yeah. to have to go through that, that, that experience. So, and, and just, like PTSD, like like I mean, you you've you've studied this obviously for mm-hmm. for a bit, um, and and like just with that experience that you just gave, I mean, it really walks us through a little bit about like like why it happens. I mean, like you just you're this is your job, you're going to to a job, and your job is to deal with these very traumatic incidences and to all kind of like block it out a little bit, right? Yeah. And, and to, like you're supposed to, you know, that's the idea, and so. How does that form, like, from your experience, from what you know, from the experience, what you've read, like, learned, like, how, how is that forming PTSD? And what, what is kind of PTSD? And is it different from anxiety? Is it the same thing? Like, intense anxiety? You know, or? I, think, I think it's the same thing. I mean, yeah. it, it's anxiety. You're sitting there, you know, if, if you don't know how to cope or you're having these feelings, I mean, basically, it comes down to anxiety. You're, you're yeah. anxious. I mean, even when you think about smoking, think about yeah. that for a second. When you try mm-hmm. to quit smoking, people are anxious, yeah. you know, and, th- and that's what it is. But, um, <clears throat> you know, from a first responder standpoint, you know, and I tell all the young guys that are coming up, you know, we might go to something that we don't think that's that bad, yeah. you know, like a vehicle accident or something like that, or, you know, someone breaking an arm and you go there to these people's houses and you see them just freaking out and you're like, yeah. what is wrong with them? <laughs> but you know what? Honestly, that's a traumatic event for them. Mm-hmm. They have yeah. maybe never ever seen that, experienced it. For yeah. us, we see it all the time. You know, yeah. see people with their arms ninety degrees the other way and <laughs> yeah. legs pointing the wrong right. way. And I right. get it, you know. And I and I try yeah. to remind the young guys that are coming up that you know this is very traumatic for those people. That's mm-hmm. why they're freaking out. And you, and as yeah. a responder, you got to remember that because you're the one that's helping them out and everything. But. Um, you know, as far as the PTSD, I mean, it all started back in the day with shell shock. Yeah. You know, from the war. And now it's just, it, there's more light on it, especially in the yeah. fire service and the police service. 
Yeah. When you have more deaths from suicide in those two careers than line of duty deaths, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, we're talking we're talking over 100 people, firefighter and police, that are committing suicide every year. Yeah. You know, and the, the problem is, is that here we are supposed to be big, tough, macho men and women and everything, and we can handle it. But the reality of it is a lot of people are scared to talk to someone about it because they're worried that that's going to affect their job. Yep. You know, you're going to be taken off the truck. Oh, what's wrong with you? And that's probably the biggest stigma from the it. Stigma. You know, and yeah. I really, I, I'm pretty much an open book. I'll be honest, yeah. right, you know. <laughs> I think I can you see know, that. And uh, yeah. probably so much of an open book, it probably gets me in trouble sometimes. At work, <laughs> <but> oh, well. <laughs> but, yeah. um, better that. Better that, I'd say. Well, yeah, that's why yeah. I tell people. I go, at least you yeah. know what you're dealing with, and you know I'm going to be yeah. straight with you. But, um, you know, yeah, I have studied it. And, you know, I started I started taking it for the, the night sweats, the night terrors. I even cracked one of my molars in the back from grinding my teeth. And when I got on CBD, it took about a week or so. And then after a week, I was like, wow, I feel pretty good. Huh. You know? And the biggest problem was the fire department. Because back then in 2018, yeah. when the industrial hemp bill came out, they were all like, oh, that's marijuana. And I'm like, it's not marijuana. Uh, you know, yeah. and you have yeah. to sit there and educate them. And yeah. um, finally, they took that to their labor attorney. And their labor attorney goes, it's federally legal. He can work this second job because they knew I closed down my safety company. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to open up a CBD store. And, you know, they had their labor t- attorney look at it and they said, okay. You know, <laughs> they were like, all right. But they go, you cannot say that you're a lieutenant at this department and use it in your advertising. And I was oh, like, oh, come on. Like, <laughs> I was like, Really? That's going to help CBD sales? I'm going to tell everyone yeah, I'm a fireman yeah, and everyone's going to okay. buy CBD? Come on. So, exactly. You know, but yeah. I am very lucky. They do. They know yeah. that I go out and I speak when I can. They know yeah. that I've had stores. They know sure. I work over here at, at SunMed Corporate. And, you know, just as long as I keep try to keep those two separate. But, you know, again, yeah. I tell them, I'm a fireman. Plain and simple. You yeah. know, I take it for PTSD. And I've been trying to, you know, talk, go to different functions and everything and talk about this with people because they really don't know, you know, yeah. what CBD yeah. is. And the research we've done here at SunMed, only one third of the population knows what CBD is. The other In the United States? Yeah. In the U.S.? Yeah. The, the other wow. two third have no wow. idea. They one think it's third. marijuana. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah. That makes you know, sense. When we're, when I'm onboarding new stores and everything, these people are opening up stores. I'm telling them, look, education is the key. You yeah. know, and I have tried, I have gone to a couple expos and said, hey, I want to talk on education. And everybody's more about the dollars and, you know, the business side of it. And I get it, but there's more to it yeah. than the business side. You know, I came into this because I knew it worked. And, you know, and, and usually the people that have used it or know someone that has used it yeah. are the ones that are, doing really well when it comes to the stores because yeah, they have a connection with someone when they come in, Yeah, you know, and those people yeah. open up, you know, and sometimes when you tell people, Oh, I have PTSD, they kind of go, you know, and see, there's that stigma again. Being yeah. people, they're like, Oh, this guy, yep. you know, what's wrong with this guy? You know, is he, is he going to freak out? Is he, it's not like that. Yeah. No, you it, know? it's, it's, I think it's really important that, like we we open this stuff up because we have to normalize all this and and yeah. and including including cannabis and that's 
for me, like that was kind of my biggest thing was, um, you know, I, my whole purpose of, of having the show is, is just to let people know that you just because you use cannabis, it doesn't mean that you're going to be flattened on the couch like we right. used to see in those commercials, right? right? In fact, for me, it's the absolute complete opposite, right? right. <laughs> it's the absolute yeah. opposite. And I think it is for most people, most advocates, you know? And yeah. so I think it's important that that, if you're saying that, I didn't know this, this statistic, which it's, but it's a it's, crazy one. 33% yeah. only know about CV. That's nuts. I yeah, mean, that's so, crazy. You know, yeah. two thirds of them still think it's, it's marijuana, which it's a cousin. Yeah, I mean, you know. Right. You know the whole setup, but um, <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know, but from a business standpoint, there's two thirds of the population that that's untapped. Yeah, you know, yeah. So because it's... of that, two thirds of population is is not tapped. You need to be educating. There needs to be yep. a lot of education on it. They're not going to do it if they're not educated. You're right, right. It's... And you know what? We all know that CBD does work better when there's THC in it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's just a, a proven yeah. fact. You know, at, at the fire department, you know, we do get drug tests. So, you know, I have to use a broad spectrum because if I use the full spectrum, I will test positive. Yeah. You know, plain and simple. Yep. And yep. right now in Florida, I can tell you because of the union and everything, I mean, I'm part of the firefighter union. I know of probably five cases right now in the state of Florida where the fire department's trying to get rid of these five employees because they tested positive mm. and they all came out and said, Hey, I use CBD. I even have a friend from another department who had 29 some years in was using CBD. It was working. He tested positive for it. They said, well, this is marijuana. He said, no, it's CBD. He came back two days later, took another urine test and passed it. And they yeah. still, he, he, he ended up taking an early, well, he was a 30. But he ended up retiring because of yeah. that. Yeah. And, you know, the funny thing is now that I have other unions that are calling me because they know what I do who are asking, Joe, do you have a, um, you know, a plan for medical marijuana cards? Yeah. You know, really? For, yeah. <laughs> for actually, like firefighters is what they're asking or well, just there was a couple. Yeah. Here in our county unions that were asking yeah. about it. Because they had a couple of people that felt that they would be, you know, do well on that. And I said, you know what? I go, no, I don't. I go, but if anything, from a union standpoint, you should probably call, you know, Colorado, call California, find out what they're doing there. Yeah. Because I'll tell you that a lot of the chiefs are still, you know, no, 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 it's marijuana. And what, the, yeah. you know, I even talked to my chief before about it. And the biggest thing is, you know, at least with alcohol, you can do a breathalyzer. Mm-hmm. The person that comes up with a THC monitor, I know, to the, to figure out yeah. how much you smoked and when you smoked is going to be a gazillionaire. I know. that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I don't know how they're going to do that. Like, right? Like, how, how do you find someone for impairment? A lot of the people that I've talked to and some of the stuff I read, they'll just probably end up taking it off and only test for the hard drugs. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I've had think, conversations yeah. with a few chiefs. I'm like, you know, that day is coming. Yeah. We're not oh, that yeah. far away. Yeah. From no, it being I... recreational, honestly. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking yeah, maybe they're... what three, four years. What do you what do you what have you heard about, you know, possibly coming federally legal? I, I mean it's it's all right there. I mean it's it's yeah. and as far as I'm concerned, like I you know, you and I both I'm sure believe this. I mean, I've had a history with alcohol that is much more detrimental to my health yeah. and my my profession than than with cannabis and ca yeah. the complete opposite, right? And so yeah. but we you know, 
I bet all those guys can go grab a drink after their shifts. Right. And, and so that that's where yeah. people like you and I are like, this doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. It's, it's all experience. It's education. It's everything you said, because if, if they just, you know, if they just try it, they're going to be like, oh, right. But the, it's, it's a stigma. And then actually oh, the stuff. next, the next morning when they wake up and they go, Hey, I feel pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they're going to expect to be have a hangover. Yeah. Like I don't need, I don't need it. my, I don't need my, my Taco Bell Mountain Dew <laughs> hangover remedy. You know right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's it, and that's the thing. You wake up; it's just a smooth landing. I remember; I'll never forget. I asked a good money buddy of mine years ago, because I didn't understand this before. I was using cannabis, and he was. And I said, "If you had to choose for the rest of your life, cannabis or alcohol, what would you choose?" And it blew my mind that he said cannabis. It blew my mind. But yeah. like now, I I completely understand like what yeah. why and and you know it's just it, totally different. But I think so many people. Those sixty-six percent that we're talking about are are equating cannabis with alcohol as far as an experience right. goes before even trying it, right? That's what yeah. their assumption is going to be, and so it keeps them away for that reason, unfortunately. But you know, again, that's why we have things like this, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's I why mean, we that's, do this. That's the biggest thing is education. Edu- yeah. and, you know, the other part to that, and you know, and it's not talked about that much. So anytime yeah. I get a chance, you know, if you've got, if you're dealing with PTSD. It's just not simply taking CBD. You need to get yeah. like, help. You, yeah. you need to go to a doctor. Yes. I mean, it's just like just like my knee. My knee's blown out. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to just. Oh, no. There's physical therapy. There's walking. There is exercising that Absolutely. you got to do to get back in there. We're talking yeah. about your mind here. When you're dealing with with stuff like that, getting out there, working out, talking to someone, no yeah. matter what, you know, and. Like I said, in the fire service, even the police service, I mean, you know, we're all big macho, blah, blah, whatever. But when it comes down to it, you know, yeah, the ones that are really quiet, you know, and you know, they've seen some stuff, you know, they got some stuff going on yeah, in their head. Totally. You know, whenever we go on a bad call, we'll do our call, we'll get back to the station and, you know, we'll be sitting down at the dinner table and, I'm, and I'll tell my guy, I'm like, does anyone want to talk about it? Yeah. You know? And, and yeah. just kind of talk about it amongst ourselves. And, you know, as a lieutenant, if I see anything, you know, a couple shifts, they're acting different, then I might just pull them aside and go, hey, you doing all right, buddy? Is everything yeah. okay? I, I mean, that's what you got to do. Totally. You know? But totally getting help, talking to someone. Because when I started taking the um, CBD and everything, that was the other part of it. I went and talked to someone. Mm-hmm. about it and yeah. you know what i found out that there was a lot of other things that were bothering me yeah that were totally yep. really unrelated but yeah. in a way they were related if you know what i mean yeah totally you yep. know it, it, it could be a trauma from your early childhood mm-hmm. it could be something you know something as simple as that that is kind of you know making this a little more pronounced now yeah so definitely getting help talking to someone always works out you know, when you do that kind of thing. And I'd probably, you know, I don't know, probably two, three times a year, I'll go talk to someone. Yeah. And it's, I, yeah, I think, you know, there's, there should be no stigma in that. And I'm curious, did you, did you find that you like softened up a little bit in that respect after CBD usage, like opened up, softened up, whoever you want to use it? Like, I feel, well, I feel like what? you kind of work this different muscle, right? Like when yeah. you start using CBD that you never like more. Yeah, you, know, you kind of start or... saying that and you're talking in, especially with the people that you work with. They're kind of yeah. like looking yeah. at you like, eh, <laughs> you know, but I'm yeah. still pretty much the same asshole I've always been. 
it's I feel sharper and everything too, and I could you know, but like yeah. I just I feel like I softened up a little bit, like you know, like opened yeah. up. Maybe it's a better word. Maybe opened up. Like you, you having these conversations. Hey, do you guys want to talk about what you saw? Is that something when you were twenty years old? As oh, a fight, God, like, no. Right? Like no. okay, yeah. You know, I and yeah. I think I, I see that more with the younger guys that are coming in. Here, yeah, you know. The guys that are young that have no, you know, that don't have any wives or kids or anything. Yeah. They come yeah. out and, you know, it's just how it is when you're young, you know. Yeah. I'm the man yes. ruling the world. Look at this. Stuff. <laughs> oh, this is real bad. Oh, but you know what? After 20 years and running mm-hmm. 12 to 15 calls a shift, that starts the way on you. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. I tell everybody that, you know, at the front, I'm just like, you know, hey, if you need someone to talk to, you need to talk to someone. Like we had a death not too long ago. Um, Within the department. Well, yeah. it was a outside of the department, but there was ah. a death there that was involved where a person died in a house fire. And, you know, I called and I was like, has anyone talked to this person? I mean, that's pretty tragic. Has anyone talked yeah. to any of the firemen? Oh, well, we've taken care of it. And they left it at that. So then when I finally got to see the person, I was like, hey, are you doing all right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing fine. I'm like, all right, well. You know, and I didn't don't want to push too much. Right. But, yeah. you know, I, I kind of look at, you know, our whole thing, part of the big job is that you want to save someone. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's what yep. we're here to do, is to save yeah. people and help people. And, you know, when you even if they say, oh, I'm all right, or whoever says, oh, they're all right, that's got a way in the back of someone's mind that, you know, dang, there was my chance. And, you know, but. Everybody. I think it's natural for people to to also not want to talk. It, it's it's unfortunately natural for people to, I think today, to just yeah. not want to talk about it, right? And to say no, 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 I'm I'm especially again in your profession, right? Like yeah. I mean, that's 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 the stigma. And I mean, I think it's great that like you're 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 trying to change that stigma actively, right? Because yeah. I mean, it's um, it's there. We need a lot more of that, and it's it's hard to find and i think it's just many many years you know like many yeah. many years of just you know that that process that same process and that yeah. that department over and over again for generations you know and so yeah. I, i'm just like uh, did you use anything before cbd like like to help with this stuff or and, and when you find somebody that does Maybe or a little you, alcohol <laughs> yeah right okay yeah like i didn't know like i know like drugs is a big one too obviously like well, you know what? i, I want to say medications I should i'll say be medications. honest back in yeah. the when i got out after i got out of the military yeah there was a little period there for before i was a fireman where there was a lot of you know yeah parting, let my hair grow long thought i yep. was even skull <laughs> with a ponytail so yeah. there, was, there was that little transition there yeah, it's going on all the calls that we go on. And, you know, that was part of the thing. When I went to go see the doctor, he's like, oh, well, we'll get you on some antidepressants. And I'm like, I don't want to get on an antidepressant. Yeah. I go, you got to give me something else. And he said, you know, well, why don't you try CBD? And then the funny thing was that huh. our friends that we kind of, you know, we knew here in the county, they yeah. had a CBD company. And ah. I tried it, you know, I had, and you trusted them. So you, yeah, well, yeah I did. Yeah. You know, I trusted yeah. them. And that was, it was funny because they gave me the whole little spiel. Oh, it's not marijuana. It's CBD and yeah. industrial hemp bill. And it's one third of 1%. And, and it was just know, like going over your head, right? You had yeah. just flying over. Your head. <laughs> yeah. So like, Aren't you hippies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, um, yeah. and it was funny because even my wife kind of felt the same way. Yeah. You know, she's like, oh, it's marijuana. And, you know, so oh, yeah, I went there had that. to be some some education there as well. Sure. And, yep. you know, she doesn't need it. But if she's feeling tired, she might take a tincture 
And but sure. honestly, she takes a tincture and she's out. I'm like, yeah, I know. I wish. You know? <laughs> Give me a little tincture and I'm out. Uh, yeah. I yeah. But yeah. yeah, she takes a list. She probably takes a half a dropper. And, you know, mm. about an hour later, she's she's out. Good for her. So, yeah, I mean, I that, that's you got to find what works. I mean, I, I actually you talked about this a little while ago. I, I actually often will need to pair it with like some stretching at night, like yeah. like a good indica and like some stretching. And yeah, and see, I do some CBD, too, depending on the day if my body needs it. So, well, that's funny because um, we have people when I had my stores, we had people come in who were, you know, smoking marijuana. And yeah. You know, back in the seventies, what like the highest percentage was like twelve or fifteen yeah. percent. Now yeah. you're all the way up to thirty four percent. So here you have people that are really not that familiar with marijuana who are just going, yeah, yeah you know, I'm going to get high, and they smoke thirty four percent, and then they get that anxiousness. But yeah. we oh, actually yeah. have people that come in, you know, who will buy CBD to calm them down. I use it for that reason. That's yeah. I, I cut my I cut my I actually cut my. Um, I guess you call it cutting like, like with flour. Cause I'll use like mm-hmm. hemp flour and, and flour from the dispensary also, but I'll, I'll, I'll essentially take, you know, THC flour. Yep. And I'll mix them up with CBG flour, CBD flour. Yep. And I'll, I'll make like a little one to one to one ratio. And that is just, I don't know. I'm not crushing my receptors. I feel le- better. I think, right. right? <laughs> I always feel better when I do that actually compared to just like straight THC is okay. I think sometimes, but uh, for me, I, I always like the synergistic effect of putting all three together. Or yeah. two at least T- CBD and THC for sure. Like yeah, we have uh, we have a we have a CBG and a CBD that yeah. we have here. So oh, we yeah. have the bud as well. And um, oh yeah, you got the flower recently. Yeah, that's right. so we have yeah, that. Right. We got the hemp. We got the CBD or we got the CBG uh, pre rolls and all that. So oh wow, yeah. But, you know, great. a lot of people buy it for that, and uh, you know, it it works. You know, it yeah. helps people out. And but, I, yeah, yeah, that's the funny thing. They come in and that's you know being being a store owner, you know, they're like, Oh, I smoke this weed. And then I get really anxious. And then, you know, so they're like, all right, well, here, take this. Yeah. Half dropper in the morning, a half dropper at night after about two or three days gauge. And then, you know, that's the thing, you know, with with our company, we got over 180 different SKUs. And I tell any of our new owners that, you know, when you get people in the store, you got to tell them, Hey, look, we got 180 different SKUs. You got to find the right one that works for you. Plain and simple. Yeah, totally. You know? And it takes experimentation with guidance to do that and right. like education, right? And that's why it's yeah. so important that your people, I mean, I've mentioned this to Dr. Tony last time. Every time, you know, you walk into one of your stories, your people are just so educated, like, and, and yeah. just willing to help. I mean, that's my experience when, when you go in there. So at the CBD store. So, um, yeah, definitely, you know, appreciate that for sure. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to ask too, like, for you, I mean, did, was it like a love at first sight thing? I mean, I, I know it was introduced by like friends and whatnot and the doctor, but I mean, when you tried it for the first time, was it kind of like, I would imagine it's a little bit more gradual. Like after a week, you're kind of like, I'll be oh, honest, yeah, I, I like a, this. I, well, you know what? I did a half dropper in the morning, half dropper at night. Yeah. And I was kind of like, am I going to get high? You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I, honestly, yeah. that's when it's starting off. Right. I'm like, am I going to get yeah. high? Yeah. And, you know, and after a while, I was like, the taste all right well i can mix it with something you know oh it's a water soil i can mix it with something mm-hmm. but then after you know after about four or five days i could definitely feel a difference yeah and you know and that's the other thing again education yeah and i have worked in psych wards you know through you know i worked i, did, I worked at a psych ward one time for a couple months and um one of the things that i saw were people were coming in 
to these psych wards and they would get off their medication. But then once you got them back on their medication, guess what? You yeah. wouldn't tell that they had a problem. It's the yeah. same thing with CBD. Yeah. You yeah. got to stay on your CBD. You just don't go, yeah. hey, you know what? I feel fine. I stopped taking my CBD. I, oh, my, yeah. my hips hurt. Let me go ahead and take some CBD. And they take it right. for one, one try and it doesn't do anything for them. Mm-hmm. No, you got to keep taking it. You know, that that's the thing. Uh, yeah, I uh, that is it's almost like I I agree with that so much. It's like when when people and also I think when people will you know try to equate cannabis and CBD to like a drug, an addictive drug of some sort, and when they say things like when you're talking, they say things like, "Well, well, what happens if you if you just want to get off of it or stop taking it anymore?" And I will respond with, "Well, what happens when you need to get off water or like vitamin <laughs> C?" And like, <laughs> right. Right? right? I mean, that's essentially what it is. Your endocannabinoid system is saying, "I need supplementation." Right? right. These are my issues, and and so that's like that's you know your answer to that, and that's what you do in any other any other part of your life. You're thirsty, yeah. you drink some water, and so like it's 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 that concept. I think it's that change in thought. Of people like taking it out of the drug category, it's not like a um, you know a Xanax or something like that. Right. It's it's different, right? A Prozac. It's it's not. It's, yeah. It doesn't work like that. And and so I think that's the biggest challenge. And and I wonder what you think about that. And I wondered. I also want to ask if that's like one of the bigger misconceptions that you see, like the addiction concept and things like well, that. You know, I I'm talking to people. I would say right before right before COVID, during the big spring yeah. of it here where we yeah. live. I mean, we were going on uh, no lie. In a month, I would go on at least 50 overdoses a month. And a lot of them were frequent flyers, wow. you know, frequent flyers, people that we've run on numerous yeah. times. We know their names, all those yeah. things. So yeah. for me being in this, you know, in this industry and being oh. a fireman and seeing how those drugs and what they did to people, you know, it's like, dude, you just got to wake up. You, you yeah. have honestly got to wake up. And, you know, I hate to say it when when I look at it, it's like a perpetual cycle. What happens to these people that are on drugs and that are really hooked, you know, they want to do better. Yeah. But then because just the beast, the nature of the beast and what they're on, you know, they begin to feel, Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I've let this person down. I let my parents down. I let my wife down, my whatever. And yeah. then they, they, they get those feelings of, you know, feeling sorry for themselves. And what do they do? They, Pop some more pills. Yeah. So they yep. can just be numb, you know? Yeah. That's why I yeah. say, you know, whenever I know a couple of people who have had drug problems and I said, hey, you need to get on the CBD, you need to be regimented about it, and you need to go talk to someone and work yeah. your stuff out, you know? Because we're yeah. all going through, everyone's going through stuff, whether, you know, big, sure. little, small, it doesn't matter. But get on the stuff, talk to someone. I mean, that's that's the most important thing. And, you know, yeah. if people say, oh, well, I don't have enough money, go to church. You can yeah, talk to a pastor, right. a priest, whatever, for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? exactly. And, I mean, there's stuff out there. It's just you, you just got to want to do it. But from what I've seen, it's, you know, hearing people that are overdosing once we get them back and everything. And, you know, they're just sitting there going, oh, I'm such a screw up, blah, 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 this and that. And you're like, look, man, get it together. You know, yeah. and we'll give them pamphlets, you know, to try to get help. And, you know, knock on wood, I've had a couple people that they did that. Yeah. Other people, yeah. I have, you know, we t- I tell them, like, look, eventually you're going to overdose and we're not going to be here and you're going to die. Yeah. Plain and simple. Right. You know, and that's that's happened, you know. Yeah. More than once. Yeah. More than I, And that kind of stuff affects you. Like I said, I mean, I had, we had a woman who um, lived in a real nice house. 
married, mm-hmm. had three kids. They went out with some friends, old friends. Um, mm-hmm. She got some heroin. They were up until about 4 o'clock in the morning. She took the heroin. We got the phone call at 8 o'clock in the morning. The kids were playing in the stairs. We get there, and she OD'd and died. Oh, my God. So here's this dad with three kids, wife OD'd, hadn't been doing drugs, just went out with some old friends and did some, got some bad fentanyl. Or For the first like, time. Not like, like there's a good fentanyl, but yeah, there was right, fentanyl right, right. in the uh, heroin. Yeah. And here you are, single dad now, three kids, all under the age of seven. You know, that kind of stuff, That I mean, that that bothers me. If anything, it yeah. makes you upset, makes you angry. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're like that. That is what I'm talking about. The why, why, yeah, why, yeah, why, why. And I think I think you're you're so right about you know you you can you you know you can lead the horse to the water. You just can't make them drink, type of thing, right? It's, and, it's and, true. And that's what it is. And and my take on CBD has also been like I I went through this ten year transformation roughly where I lost fifty or sixty pounds. I came off five six different medications and and just started building like a, a better lifestyle. Right. And then at the end of that lifestyle is when I actually found when I started building it is when I found cannabis. And what that did is it kind of like just made everything easier. It's so what I find is like to kind of hold it together. And yeah. so what I find is that like CBD actually, in my opinion, like if I start getting in a rut. Like you're absolutely right. Like people get in those ruts and they start going down that road and they go right back into those habits. But I I feel like what CBD at the very least does with no effort at all, except for popping a tincture or something, right? Is it kind of keeps you a little up, right? It keeps you a little like in that positive headspace that will, all right, let me just, all right, I know I need to go for a run. Let me just do that. And then you're just, you know, you're getting back in it. And that's what it did for me is it kind of helped kept my headspace more right. in line, like more meet, you know, level, I guess I yeah. should say. Yeah. I can tell you my wife has said to me on, on more than one occasion before, like, did you stop taking your CBD? You know? <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm like, what did you say? Yeah. I'm like, what did you just say to me? And she you're goes, like, yeah, she's yeah, on board. She goes, have you taken your CBD? And I'm like, um, I haven't taken it in about four days. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. and I, I mean, I still kind of do that. I mean, she oh, kind of knows. Yeah. You know? I, I, and it's, it's great though, that like, that like, you know, that there's a broad, you can see these changes, like, you, like, you know, it's effective and it's not in yeah. a bad way. So it's like, it's, it's no different than, Hey, did you drink a glass of water? You look really dehydrated, yeah. right? Like it's kind of the same thing. So yeah. I will say when I'm regimented on it, I'm pretty good. I'm like pretty level. You yeah, know? totally. There's yeah. no, uh, or, you know, no. just straight, just Easy. okay, whatever. Yeah. All right. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, totally. And and that kind of brings me to my next question. Like, do you have like a, a routine, like a special cannabis routine that you tried like to use and try and stay, you know, well, like I said, because that? I'm because I'm still a fireman, I still gotta use the broad spell. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I have our our, our delta eight here is good that mm-hmm. we have here. So sure. I've taken that before. But pretty much everything is the the broad spectrum, broad and spectrum. you know it helps. I and yeah. basically what I do, I use a I use a water soluble, and I'll just put it in. Oh the, yeah, those I, are good. But I do a full I do a full dropper in the morning, and I'm doing probably about what is it seven hundred milligrams a bottle, mm-hmm. and then full dropper in the morning, full dropper at night. I've got you know I've got gummy sitting here at my desk. Sure, so I'll pop yeah. the CBD gummy. I got the topical cream. And it's funny, I yeah. tore my MCL and I put CBD cream on it and I woke up at two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, it's really bad. <laughs> I, like, I knew 
I mean, for the CBD cream not to do yeah, anything, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, I really messed up my leg. Yeah. And yep. sure enough, when I went to That's... the doctor, he's like, oh, yeah, you tore your MCL. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but, That's... yeah, I do have a regimen. I mean, I try to stay on that. And, you know, just working here, I mean, yeah. it's nice. We've got – I can go down to the second floor and get whatever I wanted to, you know, That's awesome. between yeah. – Calm, focus pins. Awesome. And that's, you know, that's the other thing. A lot of people don't know that the fastest way for it to work is if you smoke it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, totally. Else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not because I think it's cool. I, I just like the immediate effects when I need them, right? right. Like I, if I have an issue, you know, with a pain, a headache, I don't want to wait 45 minutes for the Advil to kick in or, yeah. or even the cannabis. I would rather just get rid of it in three minutes and then just go on my day and be really more productive yeah, from there. <laughs> right? Exactly. So, we, yeah. uh, I just, I just picked up my son in Orlando. We were driving down I four, which is really mm. bad road here in Florida. It goes mm. from like Tampa to Orlando. Oh, okay. We left at like at five yeah. o'clock in the morning to go pick him up. And the this traffic was unbearable. And I'm just sitting mm. there with my, with my <laughs> comp pad. Yeah. Yeah. Hit that thing as much as I can. Sure. Just to kind of, you know, <laughs> And my wife's like, are you all right? I'm like, I'm fine. But I go, do you see all this traffic? It's crazy. As long as this doesn't run out, I'm good. Yeah. I'm (laughs) like, look at all these people. They're crazy. So, yeah, yeah, I am kind of regimented about it. And if I do, you know, my wife usually now, she's like, okay, you need to get back on it. (laughs) Great, But I think that's so good to know that, like, so many people don't even know that, like, that's even an option. That, like, it's it's great that, like. That like you know that you can get it. Or you, your wife knows that there's a certain point that you can get to where you can come back, right? right. And and that's just and, and and it's it's yeah. I think it's it's good for other people to have that as a tool that don't know it exists. And that's again right. why we want to get that out there. So that's that's great. Um, and I wanted to uh, so just kind of like as a more of a final question here. Um, like anyone on the fence, like I know you've kind of mentioned this a few times about your conversations you've had with people in the past and, and you know, the fire department and whatnot. Uh, but anybody that is on the fence, maybe that has PTSD that you know of that is considering cannabis that even could be listening to this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, like what would you, what would you, what kind of advice would you give to that person moving forward? I would honestly, I would probably tell them to go talk to someone, be it a doctor. Mm-hmm. Because like yeah. I said, there's more, you know, yeah, PTSD, yes, marijuana, CBD, all that's going to help with it and everything. But yep. like I said, there's more underlying issues. If you want to be free, if you want to work through it, you need to find out what those underlying issues are, plain yeah. and simple. Because yeah. everything, as far as, you know, I went, I, I talked to the doctor and, and we traced that stuff back, you know, a long time ago. Yeah. There's something I didn't even think was really related, but it actually was really related to it. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, you know, find out about the doctor. Cause I'm telling you, you're going to go in there. If you want to go the natural way, more than yeah. likely they'll probably going to push some type of antidepressant on you, something like yep. that. And you don't want to do that. Right. I, I mean, I, I personally don't want to do that. I see right. what it does to people. And, um, you need, you just need to go in there, talk to someone and say, look, I need a natural remedy. Something yeah. that's just going to bring my anxiety level down. Um, something that's not going to make my mind race and, and yeah. you know, that really that's it. So I would honestly really say start with the doctor. Yeah. You know, nowadays it's so easy, especially here in Florida to, to go in and get a medical card. You know, you just go in yeah. and, Oh, I can't sleep. <laughs> okay. Here's your script. Uh, there you so, go. You know, yeah. I, I think that talking to someone and then going that route and finding out what, it, what works best for you, because, you know, a lot of times people come into the store who 
understand what marijuana is. They understand what mm-hmm. CBD is, but they come in and they go, well, I don't want to try marijuana. I did try it and I just got so anxious. So I heard CBD is better. I had tons of those type of people come into my, yeah. you know, that and you know what? And I, I tell all the new stores that we on, that I onboard, I'm like, look, when you get ready to open up your store. You need to get a big old billboard that says your CBD store, get yeah. help, not high. <laughs> there you go. That's it. It's I can't tell you how many people have used that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and that's, that's exactly the, the, the way it should be because like that that's exactly what happens you talk to people they just immediately 66 percent go to the the high yeah. route right like that's exactly right. where their mind goes but if you just put something if they if people see something it's like oh i can get the benefits of cannabis but i don't have to be high what what does that even mean they'll yeah. just want to ask about it right they won't yeah. even understand it <laughs> so, yeah. so they'll think it's some magic thing right so that's right. a great i think it's great yeah. yeah just get help yeah and, and, and when we say get help that means in all forms whatever all forms. whatever it takes yeah you know? go talk to someone yeah. You know, on CBD, there's a whole bunch of different different types out there that you can take and see what works best for you. But it works, you know, yeah. I, for for people to come in and use topical cream who have arthritis and their hands are all, you know, jacked up. And then yeah. they get topical cream and they're doing this. You know, yeah. I, had a, I had a gentleman who had arthritis and nice, big, burly guy. He was probably <laughs> like in his 70s. He would come in. He came in the first time and his hand was like this. We put CBD cream on it. After about five minutes, he was opening up no his No way. So uh, he would come in probably man. every month and want a box with me oh, because man. he could close his hand. So he would always come in <laughs> and he, he'd be like, come on, Joe, let's go. And start throwing punches at me. And I That's was like, great. I told him, like, hey, I respect my elders. Yeah. I don't want to whoop them. Yeah. yeah, it's like so, uh, this poor guy is living out of pastime. He hasn't been able to live for years, yeah, probably, I mean, right? It, it so, changed his world. I mean, he yeah, was, he was absolutely. just same thing with people in their feet, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. it helps. Same thing. So, yeah, I mean, th- thank God that, and, you know, these are just things that you don't really believe until you see them, right. And right. experience them yourself or, or you watch somebody else go through it. That's why some of these videos on YouTube are really powerful when you see, oh, yeah. you know, convulsive, someone convulsing and then they stop, you know, when they use cannabis yeah. and it's just, you know, more anecdotal stuff is really powerful as well, but there's nothing that beats that doctor's order that says of the yeah. 66%, <laughs> right? Yeah. This is the route that's going to be the best way for you to go. And I would try cannabis if I were you. I mean, there's just nothing more powerful than that. Yeah. I think. So, and it, I mean, same yeah. thing with the animals. I have, yeah. I've got a golden doodle or a labradoodle who's getting a little <laughs> yeah. older now. Yeah. And he had, the poor thing had a seizure the other day. And I was like, oh, you poor thing. So <laughs> I ran and grabbed some of my CBD, went over there, yeah. held his mouth open, put it into his mouth. And after oh, about three man. minutes, he was like, Okay, he wasn't panting yeah. anymore, and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. You're getting older." <laughs> so, oh, well, now you got to get a bottle for him. I mean, you just want to go down. He has a bottle. Yeah, he has a bottle. He's got the little. He's got the little dog treats now that he's we give the, him and everything, and he actually likes those. Go. And he hasn't had one since because he's had four seizures that I know of. Wow, Aww. being at the house, like he'll he'll freeze and just start shaking. Start, you like, start shaking. Oh, oh man. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. It's gotta be yeah, it's gotta be strange at first. But hey, now he's now he gets to jump in with that and, and yeah. join in on the cannabis party, right? So yeah, that's, I, got that's him, good. I got him on a regiment. <laughs> got him on a regiment. There you go. It's funny. Yeah. Well, Joe, I where where can people find more about what you do and like your work and all that stuff? Well, um, like I said, I, I've been here at I've been at your C B D store, SunMed, for two years now. They actually yeah. picked me up when I left the other company. 
um, small world. We all knew the same people, the CEO, the COO, the CMO. They actually yeah. came to Orlando and saw me speak because I was speaking on PTSD. And wow. as soon as I got done speaking, they hired me. And I started that following Monday. So That's I've been awesome. here ever since. Haven't looked back. Um, awesome. And basically what I do here is I, I do mainly the franchise sales. So I help everybody onboard new stores. So, you know, mm -hmm. people that want to open up a store, I'm the one that's going to go over their paperwork, run their background check, going to look over their lease, give them their FDD, answer yep. their questions, get them hooked up with training. And that usually takes about three to four months to get a store open. So during those three to four months, yeah, I tell everyone, put me on your speed dial. You know, they're honestly, like I opened up 12 stores with the other company. I did that in eight months. That's you know? right. Yeah. So yeah. I, had it, I had it down, you know. Yeah. And I tell people, and I'm like, I'm not trying to brag, but when it comes to opening a store, there's not too much you can't answer me that I can't answer for you. That's you right. You know? Yeah. And I can always point you in the right direction, but opening up a store, piece of cake. Yeah. But, um, I would say, you know, awesome. they, they can go to LinkedIn, look for Joe Griffith. Yeah. You know, Sunflora, SunMet. Um you know, or they can shoot me an email over at yeah. jgriffith at cbdrxforyou.com. I can help you get your store open. I can uh, get you a wholesale account or whatever. And like I said, I, awesome. I really, I've been trying to do more speaking at um, firefighter stuff. Okay. You know, yeah. I am right sure. now, you know, like I said, education. I am waiting to hear back. I was trying to do something with the Florida Fire Chiefs Association to speak on marijuana to say, yeah. Hey guys, guess what? We're not that far away from it. What are you going to do? Yeah. What policies, procedures do you have in place? You know? And then the other part of that, the flip coin is telling them what CBD is. And it's funny because, mm -hmm. you know, I, I got a couple people that I know I work with other departments here that are all on CBD. You yeah. Know, they're, yeah. Taking it, they're taking it for one thing or another, whether it be pain Sleep mainly sleep because our sleep yeah. cycles are so jacked up. Anyway, I bet that makes so sense. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of people around here that you know. I, I get phone calls, I get text messages. Hey Joe, can you explain this to me and my wife? Or Joe, my son has seizures. Um, can I get some CBD from you? Like I'm <laughs> like their dealer or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll joke with them. I'll get them something. I'm going. Hey, this first one's on the house, buddy. Next one, you got to pay for. It. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I get a lot of that. Yeah. I get a lot of yeah. people who, uh, you know, and that's I, I educate them as much yeah. as I can. I tell you them, look, to. this is industrial hemp, 0 0.03. It's one third yeah. of one percent. Crazy, you know. Don't but, be scared. Yeah. Don't be scared. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Raise it. You know? I mean, I, I I gotta say, you know, they don't have a better. There's not too many better teachers than yourself to assist well, people you. with that, and and just, I mean, just again, you know, your experience with opening stores, your experience with with your personal experience of going through yeah. PTSD, and and just, you know, cannabis in general. Like I was saying before, I I think you're just there's no better person to be able to help these people, and and so I just, you know, I want to thank you for the show as well, uh, from the show as well, Joe. This has been a fantastic conversation that's been thank really you, enlightening. Uh, on 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 these topics and and I just uh, I mean you just again are a wealth of knowledge and and again your organization is very lucky to to be working with well, you and have you, you on their staff. I appreciate so. it. Thank you for having me on here, Ryan. Absolutely. And 
you know, if I can ever do anything for you, let me know. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Joe, thank you again. And, and for all of you out there that are listening uh, to this awesome, awesome conversation that we just had, Joe and I just had, please go ahead, take a look at your CBD store. I know this is familiar for you guys as well. We've mentioned it a few times, but just if they're in their area, please don't hesitate to stop in. They just have fantastic products there um, that we've talked about also on here before. Um, and so also for the show, if you guys like this episode, you find it helpful, the content on here um, for your friends, loved ones, family, anybody that you think you know would, would be helped by the content of the show, please send that to them. Please go ahead on iTunes, Spotify, rate, review, let us know what you like or even what you don't like about the show. We are happy to, uh, to go ahead and take that advice. But we want to thank you guys for joining in on another episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. I want to thank Joe for joining us as well. And we will see everyone back here next week. Have a good one, everybody. listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your cannabis business podcast, The Talking Hedge, and newest member on PodConX. So come on over and check out The Talking Hedge. We talk about business news, interviews, investments, events, all that stuff. So come nerd out with me over at The Talking Hedge. You can find me at thetalkinghedgepodcast.com or on all your favorite podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out.